not, not very good at all. But we played poorly. Um, you know, I just think, you know, once again, the first thing that comes to mind is when you, you're walking up the field, you think, you think through the preparation and then all the things that didn't go right. And um, we're all disappointed in our performance tonight. Um, even if, it, if it, even if we were to come out on the other side of it, you know, we have to reboot and go. I mean, that's we knew that coming out of here. Uh, we know we're playing Tampa and Tampa, and you know, hopefully by the time we land, we'll, we'll know when the game is. But um, yeah, we're, we're we're not gonna. I'm I'm not a burn to tape guy, so we're not flushing this away and not being accountable for it. So let's just make that real clear. Uh, but we'll watch it on the plane, we'll watch it on a bus ride, and uh, we'll make sure it'll be cleaned up because. You know, the thing about it, let's be honest, we don't know if we're in a six-day week, a seven-day week, or an eight-day week. So we, we got to be ready to go when we touch down. What gives you confidence you can reboot? Well, you got to reboot anyway. It's playoff time. There's no more guaranteed games. You know, you're guaranteed one game. See, here I am on the road again. Uh, we're on to Tampa. There I am. We know who they are. Played them twice in these last two years. And we, we've had, just because we didn't win that game, we had some success. Here I go. Playing star again. Um, it's going to be a good one. There I go. You know, we have to reboot and go. Turn the page. And just like that, the, uh, the season was over. It's not the way we wanted it to end at all, actually. That 26-6 loss to the Washington Commanders. Not what we wanted to see at all, but we got to react to this one before we can move on fully to the playoffs, Tom Brady and uh, those Buccaneers. So welcome in to About Them Cowboys here on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Kent producing. We've got a full house this evening to break this one down from the Athletic. Saad Yusuf is here reporting from the uh, Washington, D.C. Sanitation <laughs> Management Center, a.k.a. the <laughs> Commander Stadium, is Father John Mishota out there doing the duty for all of us. <laughs> and, of course, KT Fun Tweets Turner from The Freak slash The Speakeasy every morning on your radio dial is here to host this one. KT, wow. I, I feel like this game, and I might have tweeted this earlier, or at least I, if I didn't tweet it, I thought it, this game was the epitome of a reverse mojo moment. It was a uh, <laughs> the, the Doctor Evil exa- moment. <laughs> not exactly a tune up. This was a tune down. Um, good lord! I don't know that I saw that coming, John. I, I could have seen a sloppy, close game, but I don't know that I saw that coming. What in the world are you thinking right now about this game? I'm stunned. That's the worst I've seen the Cowboys play in a long time. Certainly the worst game they've played this year. And to have it at this time, uh, if they would have lost 20, if you told me they were going to lose 26 to six to Washington and the backups played, I would have said, never mind the fact that the offense, the first team offense played all the way through midway through the fourth quarter. Ridiculous. It's, it was an embarrassing game. There's no other way to put it. That was absolutely embarrassing. And I understand that I guess you can use this as got a got a little bit of I'm sure the internet situation is is popping off over at FedEx right now. Beautiful ceiling, oh, sorry. by the way. Sorry you guys. Really put attention to detail into the ceiling tiles and all the upkeep <laughs> that's required for a stadium of that size and magnitude. Oh, it's See it's the, a nice stadium. Uh, the staining on the walls and ceiling. Major time. I'm sure the smell is wonderful there as John leaves the uh leaves the podcast John will be back in a second so like 
obviously we'll spend more time talking about Tampa Bay in a little bit, and that's how it ended up, and that's who the, the Cowboys will have. I don't know. I keep kind of coming back to the what was going on offensively. The defense got picked apart, and Trayvon Mullen, you know, pass interference and, and some things like that, and that's a problem, right? Nation Wright got picked apart. Well, that's going to get worse when he played Tom Brady, but we'll, we'll worry about that, and I guess, in a couple of days when we do our preview podcast. I don't know why this team can't run the ball anymore. And maybe this goes back to Terrence Steele, but that's kind of uh, the biggest thing that I kind of keep going back to because, you know, it's not like the Cowboys. I mean, Dak was 14 of 37. The pick six obviously jumps out at you. But more than anything, I was kind of like, this team hasn't really ran the ball well in a month. And that's kind of where I'm – it's kind of one of my bigger concerns, at least offensively. But there's a lot to be concerned about after that because this feels like a team that is worn down, quite frankly. Yeah, and honestly, like, there, there are a couple things. For me, it, like, you know, it's kind of what John was mentioning. It's like, it's more about how. You didn't even rest your guys. It was your main guys playing. Dak's pick six, you know, we, we've spent a lot of time throughout the season dissecting was the interception Dak's fault or the receiver's fault. That was just an awful throw. That, that was a terrible throw um, for a pick six. And then for me, the other thing that was really kind of damning was if you wanted, like, Washington was trying to give you the game. Malik Hooker's interception in the end zone. They, you know, they they could have. It, Tom Brady doesn't throw that interception in the red zone. He's not going to do that. Um, and then the other thing is for me, the the two moments where you score a touchdown at the end of the half, then you come out in the start of the second half and you get that big stop on third and one. That should have turned the entire game around. That was all the momentum and positive swing that you needed to snap out of the funk that we've seen them do against the Colts earlier this season, against different teams where they need this moment to snap out of it. And the thing is, they had those moments, and they still never snapped out of it. And I just wonder, with the whole way that they're not able to get the running game going, where, what team do you think they're going to get it going against now? It's not like this is a yeah. one-game outlier. This running game's been awful for several weeks now. and that, Well, really, since they've lost Terrence Steele. And so they're going to all of a sudden get it going in the playoffs. And, and I just don't think you can trust the passing game enough to think that they're just going to win these games in the postseason. Multiple postseason games, but just throwing the ball all over the yard. I, don't, I just don't see that happening at all. Yeah, I, I don't either. And then, and that's you know that's offensive stuff we're talking about. The defense concerning as well when Sam Howell is able to go out and, and do that to you. Granted, he had some good field position. Special teams, I mean, we can talk about that as well right off the bat. Special Worst teams is a big issue today. So, like, you know, I, I, I'm trying to be, be – um, I don't, I don't know like, if now is the time to, like, go pinpoint, you know, position by position all the issues. We have a lot going on here, and I don't know if – it's the thing in the NFL is weird. You can go, oh well, either way. And on Wednesday, you're still going to be preparing for the Bucks and getting ready and all that stuff. But I've had this sneaking feeling, and I think we all have here for the last three, four weeks. Even after the Christmas Eve win over the Eagles, even after the Jacksonville game where you put up 34 points, but it was a you know just a bad interception. I think it was kind of a sneaking feeling for a while now that this team is just kind of beaten up and just worn down. And that's not an excuse. It's just not good enough to go on a big run. And I think that's that's where we're at now. And that sucks because for the second year in a row, at Halloween, we're talking about this team being one of the best teams in the league. And I certainly don't feel that way right now. <laughs> no, there's no way that there's no way you could have convinced me that the starters would play as much as they did and they and they would just play the way 
they did in this game against that Washington yeah. team at, at this late in the season. I just don't see any way that that was going to happen. There's just no way that this team should have played that poorly. And then, and, and knowing that, Hey, the, the playoffs are about to come, you know, I just, I, I just, I, I'm stunned. I thought at any point in that third quarter, they would get it together and they'd win a close game, but they would be like, Hey, their guys get paid to a win is a win in the NFL and, and, and have that whole thing to go by. But after this game, there's no excuses you can make off of this. There, there are no excuses at all. And then to Saad's point about the interception, it wasn't just a bad interception. It was the fact that it came right after a play right before thrown to the same part of the field where that one should have been intercepted. I mean, these are just not things that all of a sudden are just, you can, I can see going away in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and also John, you're there. So, you know, I, I don't know if you have additional context to this, but just sitting at home and watching Mike McCarthy say they had an awful week of practice. Like, I mean, you're the head coach. Like, what do you like? Like, how do you have an awful week of practice going into week 18 when you have things on the line? This was not a meaningless game. I know it ended up being meaningless by the results, but coming into this game, it was not a completely meaningless game. Why do you have an awful practice week in week 18? It doesn't make sense. And there was a lot to, um, that potentially you could have gotten, although odds were San Francisco and Philadelphia were going to win. Uh, and they did, but like, that's where I kind of go like, man, playing and playing bad is like the only thing that's in your control that can make things worse for next week. <laughs> God, I mean, it's easy in hindsight to say they should have rested their guys, but man, I, I to, their confidence has to be just completely shot right now. I mean, I can't, I mean, and then what, was, what, what, what about the fact that that, games. What about the fact that you have no confidence? Well, I shouldn't say no confidence, but you have very little confidence in some of those other corner spots. And now Deron Bland has a chest injury. You know, I mean, it's not like they have really answers at that position. And I, hey, frankly, I don't think the defense was awful today. They lost this game because of the offense, but it wasn't like the defense was great either. Like, it's not a defense that early in the year I thought, hey, this defense could win them games, win them some big games. And I don't even see that anymore because to your point, KT, I do think they're beaten up. I mean, Obviously, Micah's not close to being 100%. Demarcus Lawrence isn't close to being 100%. I mean, they're dealing with a lot of stuff on both sides of the ball. And I, I just, I don't know. I have, you know, this is right after the game. I haven't a chance to look it up. But tell me a team that's played this poorly in their season finale and went in the playoffs and then went on a run. Boy, the, I, only, the only team that yeah. comes to mind for me is that Cardinals team back in whenever that was, 2008, whenever that was. Uh, they, they had that awful performance against the Patriots and then, um, and then they went to the Super Bowl, but I they, that that's more of an exception than than you know than a rule. So for sure, and, and uh, let's not forget, like Washington left seven special teams points on the field there in the first half as well. Like when it was thirteen nothing, it should have been twenty to nothing. <laughs> There's a lot going on. And by the way, that that Giants and uh, Eagles game, you know, it ended up fairly close as the Giants kind of scored a couple times there. Outside kick away from getting the ball back and having a chance to go win that game. So, I mean, yeah, that game was kind of out of out of hand for a while. But, you know, they clearly weren't operating off the score of that game by leaving the starters in to play as long as they did. So they really weren't worried about that. I, I worry about what a veteran quarterback, not only a veteran, uh, the greatest quarterback of all time, I worry about that with decent weapons. Whatever you say about Godwin and Evans, their offense has had problems. And then what John was saying, if Bland can't go, uh, we'll see a little later in the week. Very worried about getting picked apart on defense because in small sample sizes, we've found out that Kelvin Joseph can't play that well right now. 
Trayvon Mullen is not going to be a great answer at times. Nation Wright will go compete for you, but me, eh. I mean, we got a lot of problems there as well, and that's where I just feel like Tom Brady's going to take you know advantage of things that you know guys like Sam Howell and even other guys might might miss. It's I don't know. I, I wish I, I don't have a lot to say about today's game because that sucks so bad. And it's been trending this way a little bit with this team. And if they can't run the ball on offense, that becomes such a problem. And we've talked a little bit about maybe not having enough juice offensively to compete with the heavy hitters in this league. But they they this feels like a one-and-done team. And I hope that when we do our preview podcast on Tuesday or Wednesday, I've let my emotions get out of it and I can come with some rationale. But this feels like one-and-done. And, done. and I, I, I mean... I, I, the, the the comment about not practicing well too does like bug me. <laughs> like just you don't even have to say that either. <laughs> like, That's an indictment like, you, on are, himself. Are you yeah, to get the team? I, I don't know why he's trying to get himself fired. Yeah. Well, let's be something. honest. Whether he, whether he says that or not, let's be honest. If this is a one and done team, who's getting most of the blame? Jerry's not going anywhere. Dak's not going anywhere. CD's not going anywhere. Mike is not going anywhere. I mean, you can go on and on down the line. The, the one change that they could make, if they were going to make one, would be a head coach. And to be honest with you, yeah, okay, so maybe they weren't prepared well during this regular season, I mean, during this week for this regular season finale. And I do expect them to prepare better next week. But if they do go one and done, is really it all on Mike McCarthy? Is it really all on him? I mean, yeah. when I when I watch this game in the second half, it gets to a point where you're just like, is it really about the coaches? They're a part of it, but like at some point, when you when you have an offense that has the weapons that they have, and I'm not saying they're the best offense in the league, but they at times put up numbers like they are. You, regardless, they're not an awful offense. They should never. What was it? Eight, nine times going three and out. Ridiculous against the Washington Commanders with 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 Tutty walking around on the sideline. It's embarrassing. Ah, oh, damn Tutty. Um, they're all in one now with with Tutty in the building. Think about I mean, that. How do you how do you come back from that? You don't come back from it. You go to Tampa Bay, all right, and you probably don't come back from it. Tampa Bay is not a good team. Let's not you know we've kind of covered all that today, right? Tampa Bay is not a good team. We're good on that. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the week on the preview podcast. I think the Cowboys do have a very convenient excuse if you're looking for an excuse, and it's that injuries have. Taking uh, taking really good NFL players out of the lineup. Terrence Steele, Anthony Brown are the ones that come up. They need Leighton Vanderesh back. They really don't have a good linebacker without um, without Leighton Vanderesh in there. And I can't believe I'm still saying that uh, as we're in the calendar year 2023, but I am. Like they do need those guys, and I think that's a big part of why they can't run the ball very well right now. And I think you know Connor McGovern moving to center is a big problem. So they'll get a little boost from having Biotish back. I think we'll see some things there that are very important, but yeah, there's nothing that's that's inspiring confidence to go put your money on the Cowboys next week. Let's put it this way. No, I mean, yeah. I we we talked about it before, and KT, like you said, we'll talk about it more in the preview podcast. But I think it was John that was mentioning it that hey, when you look at the way Tom Brady's lost in the playoffs, you know those Giants teams, and you all you really need is Micah and Demarcus Lawrence to turn it on, and and it kind of gives you a chance and. Again, you're kind of going half full, but, but cup half full on that at that point. But but that, like you said, there's just bigger problems. Like it's not just one thing. It, this team looks um, banged up and just in disarray. Even the like Dak's not banged up, but it, I mean 
it's hard. It's getting really hard to defend some of those interceptions at this point, and that one was just really bad. Yeah, I would say if you got if you can have the ability to clean up one thing going into that game, I would say I would take whatever you can do to not turn the ball over on offense because. To your point, Sad, I do not want to give Tom Brady extra possessions. I do not want to give Tom Brady short fields uh, and, and momentum swings and things like that. And let's be honest, look back to when's the last time they haven't turned the ball over? It's that Minnesota game. Okay. And then yeah. before that, uh, the other times were those first three starts by Cooper Rush. And and so all four of those games are wins. And last year was the same way. The only loss they had last year when they had a ta- when they turned the ball over was uh, that Thanksgiving Raiders game, which obviously the refs were heavily involved in and yada, yada, whatever. But I mean, most for the most part, if you tell me that they can take care of the ball, I think they'll be in any of these games. But if they're going to turn it over like that, let alone pick sixes, you're just not going to beat good teams, man. You can't even beat the commanders doing that. That was just, that was historically bad. That was in the all-time anti highlight list, you know, low lights but, list or whatever. God, you know what's, man. What's, what's weird though, Kent, and I'm like, I'm with you. Like what's weird about it is like, I feel like I'd be like more furious about that game. that happened in week nine. But oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. I was more in shock of like, just, yeah. Why, why are we even doing this to yourself? Like, once you like know that it's going a certain way, just, you know, cut your losses. And like, even like if you said, you know, after the CD lamb touchdown, right. Uh, good, t- good scoring drive right there. How about that? Got one. Let's go ahead and pull the cord. You know, I think I would understand that and not worry about it, even though. You know, you know what, KT, Giants real quick, and- let me stop you on that. I honestly yeah. think that they believe that there was going to be more of that in the second half. And so put together a couple more drives. They're not going to sit there at the podium or in the locker room after and say that we're just stunned. We weren't able to move the ball. I mean, that we have no answers for that. That looks so bad if they say things like that. But I guarantee you that that's what it was. They thought they would come out there in the third quarter. And then, hey, we get into the fourth, you know, whether we're up or not, let's put a couple of good drives together. We'll let Cooper Rush come in there and finish the game. And they were hoping for a spark there to at least start the second half. And it just never happened. And that is yeah. is very, very worrying. That is, it's not only, yeah. you know, the, the decision-making was bad, but, I mean, the accuracy today absolutely was all over the map. Absolutely. All over the map. I don't know. I can't explain that. I, I do think, you know, one thing that, you know, Washington had, you saw a little bit of pressure from the beginning up the middle. I, I Tower Biotish being back is important. Uh, and sure. I think, I think Aaron, on the TV broadcast, I think Aaron Andrews said that in a discussion. She was referencing Zach Martin, talked about how important it was, you know, or how Tyler Biotish was a big loss for them. So we'll see if Tyler can get back. I mean, that's we're two weeks off that ankle, but. Uh, that that seems and, fairly and important I, because and I, and I get it today. and I get it, but at the end of the day, it's twenty six six to the Commanders. Yeah, that's probably the most jarring re- season result. Yeah, with Sam Howell, like I think forty four to six will always probably be one of the worst you know season finales of all time in in recent history for the Cowboys. But this was definitely up there in terms of you know after that just being really disappointing so look look there's a there there is a part of me that says hey man it's uh doesn't matter kind of what we're going to be anyway so we'll see out there maybe we have a good week of practice and see what happens well yeah you're gonna have a pissed off week i mean that's the big that's the biggest positive will come out of this you're gonna have a pissed off week and and they have not lost back-to-back games this season so clearly they've been able to answer losses so that's probably the bit, the biggest positive that you can come out of this. I doubt it'll be another bad bad week of practice. They'll come out 
as focused as they've been all season. So that's that's your positive if you need to find one. But that shouldn't have been needed because this what happened yeah. today should never have happened. They did y'all see? The uh, did oh, y'all see the tweet from our friend RJ Ochoa about the pattern that the Cowboys are on right now? No, no. They lost their this season. Lost a game, won four in a row. Lost a game, won two in a row. Lost a game, won four in a row. Lost a game, two in a row. So now they lost a game. So they're in line to win four in a row, um, which means they're winning. I'd love, I'd love to know the percentage of, of even the most diehard Cowboys fans that believe that right now. <laughs> that really believe that, that this team's about to win their next four in a row. I mean, hey, I, I would love to write about it. But uh, it's it's hard it's hard it's, to find positives after after a performance like today. It's not insane that you go beat um, Tampa Bay. That's not insane. no, it's not. Um, it's just like it's watching like San Francisco with Brock Purdy and just go crush people into the playoffs, and watching even Philadelphia. Philadelphia took care of their business today. I mean, the reason that game got close at the end is because they were messing around, right? They took care of us, and they didn't look like the high-flying Philadelphia Eagles we saw in the first half of the season, but they looked pretty good. Um, like, you see in that just gets intimidating. Minnesota doesn't bother me. Like, the, the Cowboys are still there, and I think that's maybe where I think the rationale and getting away from the, the immediate nature of all this comes into play. But it's felt – that's my, my problem is, like, you haven't played well, really well since Minnesota – Maybe you want to say the Indianapolis game was a really good game. You've had problems defensively. That was a really good fourth quarter. It wasn't really a great game. Right. Really yeah, it wasn't a good quarter. game. That game was close. You're right. Yeah, that game was close all the way well, through. And what if you I mean, went out of, what, what if you what if you had no no contact with the regular world for an entire football season? You couldn't know what the Cowboys did at all. All you could do was watch the very first game of the season and the very last game of the season. How many wins would you project that the Cowboys had that season? Three. Yeah. I mean, you would have said they're they're top five draft pick. <laughs> right. I mean, gosh. I, I don't know, man. I, I So bizarre. The, yeah. The thing about, too, the, the, the Tampa Bay thing is very interesting to me because everyone can say what you want about Tampa Bay. Tim, Tom Brady knows who to attack on the field. So, like, you know, there's and, – and unfortunately, the Cowboys have guys that are, uh, I guess, vulnerable <laughs> to being attacked. And, and by the way, the Micah Parsons thing is not great either, you know. Definitely uh, definitely tweaked his groin today. I don't know if he, he – he said that after the game, John. I'm, I'm not sure if he made comments about that in the locker room. Definitely tweaked his groin again, which has been a problem. He looks worn out. You're gonna need him to wreck a game if you're gonna go on a run in the playoffs. Can he go? I don't want to sound like a Monday morning. I don't want to sound like a Monday morning quarterback in this, but I just never thought he should have played this game to begin with. I just, yeah, I just think that going, giving him a a week off, and I because I thought without him they'd still be able to win this game. Um, I just thinking going into that Tampa Bay game with a full week of rest, uh, then coming off of obviously having you know even more rest because they had, they hadn't played since the previous Thursday. I thought that was the best thing that they could do because he is, he is the the biggest X factor that the Cowboys have on their roster. And so now he'll go into that game, not hundred percent and you need him to ball. I mean, you need him to play the best game he's played all season. You know, he, he needs to be in Tom Brady's face all game long. And right now I'm just, frankly, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know if it is either, man. Well, 
We'll, we'll try to figure it out. I, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this going, my God, these guys are just killing the team. Look, I don't know. If oh, well, if, you, if you're saying that, then <laughs> apparently you didn't have a television set or hear anything about how the game went. So we're just trying to tell you exactly what happened. And I don't have any time for anybody making an excuse after watching that. I mean, that, I mean, I understand homers. I'm, I'm friends with a lot of sports fans. But if you're going to try and sell any positive off of that, I, 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 I'd have no, I have, I have nothing to say to you. Yeah, that was trash. We're recording this uh, Sunday evening, so we still don't know when. Um, there's been a lot of uh, scuttlebutt that that game would be Monday night. I thought that CBS got the first pick, and I assumed CBS would pick Cowboys Bucks, but uh, I could be wrong on that. And what network gets that? Uh, get that uh, the first pick? It doesn't really matter. Um, that was the been, that was got, the rumblings all week at the Star. Was that there was a good chance that would be the case that it'd be four or five? You know, Cowboys versus Bucks. Last year's Monday night game was four or five. I think it was Cardinals Rams. You know, uh, four versus five is generally going to be your best matchup. And then you got Tom Brady and the Cowboys. Uh, you know, in a marquee spot like that, I think there's a good bet that it's Monday. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So the playoff brackets are pretty much. Set up for the most part. Still waiting to find out who will be the seven. If it'll be Green Bay or Seattle, taking it'll be on, Green Bay, uh, San Francisco, um, and then we got the the Vikings Giants. Man, I don't. It's so frustrating to me that the Giants are in the playoffs. That is just not a good team, man. That is so weird to me. But you know, I would I have much rather watched the Detroit Lions in the playoffs than the yes, New York Giants. Absolutely, there's no doubt. Day by day, I, I the agree. I agree, but I think the Giants would have won by thirty today against the Cowboys. So I don't know what else. I don't know where what else yeah. I can really add to the story. Um, actually, dude, they had um, Brian Dable. Uh, I mean, they, they had Davis Webb. Sorry, Brian Dable. They had Davis Webb. Remember when Brian Dable last week was like, "Hey, we're not we're not resting." Okay, big talk. I lost a lot of respect for Brian Dable yeah. today. Um, yeah, that was that was like something. That. Day about, about. Well, John, be safe coming home, man. I know you've had a lot of activity out there by your hotel and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Good talking to you as always. Be safe we're gonna, home. We're going to get back. We're, we're going to get back this week. We're going to regroup. We're going to come up with a plan. And we'll have it all figured out. We by, got this. By next yeah. Monday. We'll be fine. <laughs> we'll stack a couple good days on top of each other. We'll have a big preview right. podcast for the Tampa Bay uh, game. We'll also have Kent's top five albums of all time. Um, that'll be. Oh, no. um, Tuesday or Wednesday? We'll let you know when that happens. Likely Tuesday. Uh, to get you ready for Cowboys and Bucks. Hey, you know, given how week one went and how we did this podcast the night of week one when Dak had broke his thumb and we were in doomsday scenario, what more could you ask for? <laughs> Playoffs at Tampa Bay? Tom Brady? With a doomsday podcast on. again. Because we yeah. did, because this pod went this way and today went this way, yeah. they're going to win by like 35 against, against Dude, Tampa I, Bay. They're just going to look we, awesome. We, we talk about exceptions and, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this more during the preview. But, you know, when you have the X factors like Demarcus Lawrence and, and Micah Parsons, you can't rule it out. And, you know, we uh, talked about the Cardinals, what they did in 2008. Uh, as, a, as a guy who followed the Patriots growing up, trust me, I don't know if you guys remember in 2010 when they beat the lights out of the New York Jets 45 to 3 on Monday night football and then lost to them in the divisional round of the playoffs like a lot of yeah. times these some things just don't transfer over so i don't think it's all doom and gloom i thought the game was absolute crap but i do think that you know it's not like the cowboys are 
absolutely dead for the playoffs. Like I still yeah, think no. there's a chance. If the point I of think, today was to yeah. to gain momentum, mission failed. Right. But that doesn't mean that they're out of it at all. Right. You know, <laughs> like they they every team is O and O at the start of the playoffs. Every team is on an even slate. It's almost a new season. So really so you can turn thought, the page. I spent a lot of time trying to as much time as I could trying to come up with some positive things to say. And it's like, no, just don't have it today. <laughs> like, that was so bad. That says there's, there's so many levels of how bad that game was. At what today, point so. did you want Dak to come out of the game? When they when they were down 20 with like six minutes left, I was like, okay, this, I've seen enough. For me, it was earlier than that. Yeah, for me, it was way earlier. It wasn't. It, it didn't even have to do with how well, bad the I would have been fine Cowboys with him being pulled earlier, but at that point, I was like, okay, get him the F out of the game now. <laughs> For me, it's like when the Eagles, I think they went up like 16 nothing or something like that at one point. That's when I was like, you just got to pull them at this, uh, you know, at this mm-hmm. right now. So, I don't know. Well, we'll maybe after we that first pick six, I should have pulled him and realized it wasn't his day. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a chance that. Uh, and then he came back and had a really nice drive. Maybe they should have ended it there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, that, that was kind of the thing. Like that drive is like where you could have done it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, man. Like. Give me a, give me a couple days and let's see where we're at and we can maybe uh, put our collective heads together and get a game plan. Figure out how to beat the Bucks. Ah, All right. Yeah. You know, maybe we're going to get Biotish back. Maybe we're not that banged up. Maybe we're good to go. But yee. for Father John Bashota, for Sod, for our producer Kent Garrison, I'm KT. We'll be back on Tuesday. Getting you ready for the playoffs. It is a wild card round. And, you know, Tom Brady is there and vulnerable and, you know, we'll see. That's next week on About Them Cowboys. Bye. Here I am on the road again. No, we have to reboot and go.